0: right on the button there,
1: Andy. (laughs) I try. (laughs) Where's the sun today? It's, uh, if you you fly above the clouds, that's where the sun is. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh, if you could just say your name, spell it for me, your title, and where you work.
0: All right. my name is James McKenna. Uh, last name is spelled M-C, capital K-E-N-N-A. I work for the Regional Office of Sustainable Tourism, uh, Lake Placid based, uh, tourism marketing and management
1: organization and your official title
0: my official title is president and ceo going down that dirt road
1: welcome to lake placid new york's olympic village it's home of the 1932 and 1980 winter olympics welcome to the show we are lake placid brought to you by the lake placid news i'm the editor andy flynn and we're celebrating all the people that make this one of the best places to live on Earth. Safe care right now. That's what you'll find at Adirondack Health. Many of you have delayed going to the doctor or the hospital during the pandemic, but at Adirondack Health, they've taken specific steps to increase your safety, like streamlining their check-in process, using high-tech disinfectant machines, bottom line, Adirondack Health makes your safety their top concern. Learn more at adirondackhealth.org. That's adirondackhealth.org. It was a Wednesday, April 7th. I spoke with Jim McKenna. He's the president and CEO of the Regional Office of Sustainable Tourism in Lake Placid. And we talked about how Roost is putting together a destination management plan, a plan for tourism and how it relates to the local communities.
0: It's been sort of in process, Andy, for about, I would say, seven to 10 years. And it was really based on the fact that um, as destinations become more successful, that there's as much attention really has to be paid to the management of tourism. Uh, And what that really means is that, you know, the community has to be taken into into consideration on a major level as you move things forward certainly if you look at the cycle of the Lake Placid tourism industry over many years we've certainly seen under tourism and over tourism and to be successful long term we have to make sure that number one, we have a good quality of life for our residents and then quality of place for our visitors. And tourism management is about making that equation work. And uh, it means that organizations like ours, and we're not unique in the country or the world in entering this phase, is that we have to recognize that the number one ingredient to a successful economy in the travel industry really comes down to accessible community first.
1: I, I like the fact that you're using um, a plan that's already been done kind of as a model, right, at Breckenridge uh, in Colorado, their destination management plan?
0: Yeah, as an overall model, we are, although we're certainly going to customize things to fit our criteria better is our goal.
1: Sure, but they they, uh, they really uh, spell it out as far as what the uh, what the problem is for them. You know they say that iconic destinations worldwide are being overwhelmed with visitors uh, that creates friction between residents, governments, tourist organizations, and visitors themselves and then they say, and I'm going to quote here, at some point, if left unmanaged, this continually increasing compression of travelers undermines the quality of life for residents, and diminishes the destination experience for visitors. Over time, that can also damage the destination brand. Is that what we're kind of seeing in the Adirondacks? Yeah, I would say it's a
0: little more specific to the Lake Placid market, Um, but yes, we are seeing this to a certain extent uh, in a lot of the regions that more attention must be paid to the really the the bigger picture of the whole destination and making sure that it is providing uh, a lot of tools and a a lot of things that are community-driven and community engagement in developing the long-term plan.
1: We can see some of those uh, friction points with the large events in Lake Placid, Ironman, Lake Placid, the triathlon, and some other events where, uh, you know, sometimes... Uh, visitors clash with residents because of traffic, uh, because of maybe one or two rude people or, or whatever. And then it ca- kind of snowballs. Uh, any of that going to be uh, addressed in, in this uh, destination management plan?
0: Uh, clearly, that's one of our focuses. Uh, and yes, it is. And, you know, the pandemic that we've gone through over this past year has given us the opportunity now to reset. And to really evaluate that and to see how we is the best way to move it forward. We have to consider a lot of different components. When, when we look at that number one. Uh, clearly the impact both positive and negative on our residents have to be evaluated. We also have to understand that there's a certain brand that goes with Lake Placid that plays on an international basis. And we have to be protective of that international sports brand, too. So we have to make sure that as we fine tune how to do these events in the best way for the major benefit of the community, we don't want to put ourselves into a situation that we might not have the World University Games. Or if, if you know what I mean, I think there's. We have a lot of things to put into the put into the the kettle, so to speak, and stir it up and figure out how we can do this in the best way. We can do that by engaging the event community and the local community to help figure it out. We've certainly had conversations, and you know, looking at events, we want to make sure that they practice sustainable. Uh, all their other efforts are sustainable, and if they say they can't for to recycle things then we might not want them here in the future we have to make sure there's a certain amount of social equity that is involved with these events that all of our residents can get some benefit and then we also have to look at a way and maybe Ironman's man's a little bit of an example is that there's a philanthropic component that large events should be giving back to the community as well so there's a lot of things that we have to take in consideration here and um we're ready. Now's the time to do it. As I said, the the pandemic has given us an opportunity to look at these things in a new light.
1: What's the scope for this destination management plan? Is it just Lake Placid? Is it all the Adirondacks? Is it just just the places that roost markets?
0: Well, we're focusing on Placid North Elba specifically with this plan. And we're looking at this as this potentially uh, as we get through it and we see what the results are, we think it could be a, a good model for the rest of the destinations that we work with, and potentially even the Adirondacks overall.
1: The the Breckenridge plan is a what they call a 10-year roadmap. Do you envision a 10-year roadmap?
0: Well, I think that we're sort of planning on a five-year and maybe a five-year update, Um, We think that we're a little different than some of those um, western mountain resorts that are considered more long haul travel resorts. The fact that our geographic situation is so close to the major metropolitan areas of the northeast U.S. and southeast Canada that we might want to be we we might want to understand that as as travel trends change. And as our community changes, we wanna be a little more agile in how we do our planning. So that we certainly might say it might be a five to 10 year plan, but the intent is to go through an update at least every five years.
1: So what's what's the next step? I, I see with Breckenridge, they had a steering committee. You're gonna set up a steering committee?
0: Yes, we're gonna have a steering committee. We've sort of outlined that. We have not contacted people yet, but we envision that it'll be 20 to 25 people. And um, we we're going to try to get all aspects of the community and some components of our environmental community engaged in the process, even beyond Placid. But to to really have them be a steering committee, they during this process they might meet four to five times. But as the process moves forward, this will be sort of the guiding body. If are we taking everything into consideration?
1: I imagine that there are some major stakeholders involved. You said this is uh, for the village of Lake Placid, town of North Elba. Is a town uh, and village going to be involved in this? And this will, will this be a plan for just roost or for the entire community, including the town and the village?
0: No, definitely including the town and the village. We've been um, in this process of uh, moving forward with the management plan, the destination management plan. We've had outreaches to the town board, village board, uh, the community development commission, um, just about all all areas. And we have them all engaged in the steering committee and we've had endorsement by both the town and I believe the village board as well in moving this plan forward. We have seen examples around the country where when these destination management plans uh, uh, come into place that they are ratified by the local municipalities. We're fortunate that the Development Commission is also in the process of just almost ready to start the new comprehensive plan, and we feel that the data and the results of our destination management plan will be a, a major uh, will be a, an amount of data and recommendations that will fit right into the comp plan.
1: Uh, just to uh, take a look, uh, we're going to use Breckenridge as an example again here. Uh, just uh, they have four strategic goals, and within each of those goals, they have. Different ways to uh, to meet those goals. Um, I just want to read them br- very briefly first, and then we can talk about you know are are you going to uh, have ten goals, fifteen, whatever. Uh, their first goal is to, to to deliver a balanced year-round economy, driven by destination tourism by 2024. The second one, elevate and fiercely protect Breckenridge's authentic character and brand, uh, their hometown feel and friendly atmosphere. The third, uh, more boots and bikes, less cars. And fourth, to establish Breckenridge at, at the leading edge in mountain environmental stewardship and sustainable practices. So those are four goals. Within those goals, they have different ways to achieve those. Do you envision something similar? Uh,
0: we do. Um, and I think we would probably, at least in the going into it, I think those four goals that they've identified certainly are ones that, that I think are somewhat relevant to our destination. There might even be a few more that um, we think is important to start investigating, and some of those are built around how do we make our economy less dependent on the travel industry long term? What, what things can we do to make sure that 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 we have a broader economic base than the travel industry alone? So those are you know, some of the areas that, that we look at. We, we're also probably a little more um you know i i don't know i think we have to go through the process that's going to be community engagement but how does the travel industry give back more to the community um are some of the areas we'd like to investigate certainly um the congestion with our short-term rentals markets we certainly want to try to get a handle on that and see how we can make that work better for all involved um, through this plan. So th- there's a lot of different areas that might fall in under the, the sort of goals you've identified Breckenridge came up with. Um, clearly environmental goals, I think, are gonna be top of our list. Um, and, and really trying to figure out how do we get all levels of our economic community involved and be successful.
1: Uh, some people may wonder why why Roost? Why is Roost the organization to do this? Why not state government like the APA, DEC? I love New York. Uh, why Roost?
0: Well, I think that well, um, I think that it's pretty common now that organizations like Roost that are the leaders normally in the tourism marketing and tourism development. That it's a natural next step as as we move forward. That. Ruth won't really be the one that is making decisions on it. We're sort of facilitating the effort on behalf of the community, and we feel that is our role because we're predominantly talking about the travel industry. So we think this is uh, this is important for us to initiate and to get off the ground, but understand that we're not the ones that are going to make the plan. We're going to be involved and facilitate it, but it's going to be a community engagement and driven plan.
1: Yeah, and, and in Breckenridge, it was the tourism office that did this. So it, it kind of, same here. I mean, you're the tourism office, right? Yes, yeah.
0: that's correct. That's correct. And as far as um, things like, you know, APA or others, I don't think they would get that specific. I do see organizations like I Love New York evolving to uh, a more of a management type of effort long term.
1: The fact is, Roost can't do this alone. I mean, this is really a community effort. How do you, how do you get stakeholders to join the conversation work with each other to accomplish those goals and, and initiatives to eventually achieve that shared vision?
0: Well, number one, through the the makeup of the steering committee, which we hope to have all segments of our community engaged in, number one. And then the individual outreach and focus group um, that the organization we have working with us will do one-on-one at all different levels of our uh, resident base and trying to get really down to the root of the issues. And we feel the engagement process will, we hope, will be very, very well uh, attended and participation levels will be good. And it won't be something that we'll be trying to drive specific areas of attention. We're going to try to leave the door open and, you know, hopefully new ideas come to the table and new issues come to the table. And through that process, we'll sort of dissolve it all down and try to come up uh, with the steering group and others uh, you know, goals and plans that can be implemented that can start affecting those things.
1: So, uh, what's the next step? Do you have to hire a consultant firm or or what?
0: Well, we're gonna we've we've pretty much engaged a group called uh, Next Factor MMGY Next Factor. They were the ones that were involved in Breckenridge, and of uh, we looked at a uh, four or five different organizations that do this. They had the most experience with resort mountain town types, so we feel that. They're probably the best one, and uh, we actually have a meeting set up with them to review how we're going to do the steering committee next week. And uh, we hope to get the program up and running by the 1st of May uh, community-wide.
1: And what's the the timeline? When do you have, like to have something well, written? Well, we
0: figure it's six to nine months. However, we know July and August are a little hard for people to participate, so we feel by this time next year we would have probably submitted the plan.
1: And I imagine you mentioned that uh, you'd like to have the town and the village approve this plan. I imagine that's really key to, to making sure that everything, everybody is on the same page and working toward that, that shared vision.
0: You know, we're at a point right now, Andy, yes, that that's very important. And it's really uh, certainly there'll be a town and village rep on the steering committee. But also, just as importantly, the new community development director and also the development commission so that as this moves forward, Everybody is involved and engaged. So as they get to their next step with the comprehensive plan for the town and village, that this becomes, we hope this becomes part of that plan moving forward.
1: For the Regional Office of Sustainable Tourism, Roost, that's your organization, how do you you see this, um, the destination management plan, really affecting the day-to-day operation that you do? Because you already do the marketing. So how is it going to change you guys?
0: Well, our our plan is... um, What we've done, Andy, over the last year is we've implemented the LEAF program, um, the local uh, enhancement and advancement program, and through that effort, we we have identified that one of the components is destination management, and that's a county effort overall that we're going to have, we hope, to have a dedicated person in the next few months that's going to be working specifically on destination management uh in the lake placid area and also the rest of essex county so we we feel we're going to tool up in that one area because we think that's very important and in reality a lot of our staff have been doing a certain amount of destination management already we've called it in the past destination development but it was really about that issue so we feel that we have uh we have some current tools on the table and through our county agreement with essex county we're gonna be able to have a destination management and development uh, person on staff.
1: The, the Breckenridge plan, they just simply state their vision as harmony of quality of life for residents and quality of place for visitors. Is it gonna be as simple as that for, uh, for Lake Placid, North Elba?
0: I would think it would be, and it probably would not be a lot different than that because that's really what we're trying to accomplish. And, you know, we're pretty excited, Andy, about one of the components uh, that is really about destination management. And that was the implementation of the LEAF program this year, where we're now going to have some dedicated and perpetual money from visitors available to local government and nonprofits on an annual basis to accomplish things we would not normally be able to accomplish through our normal town and village uh, programs.
1: And, you know, going by the name of your organization, you know, Regional Office of Sustainable Tourism, and uh, it, it just seems like you're, you're really heading into um, that mission of that name.
0: That's what we're doing, and we think that's very important. And what we have to remember all the time, though, is that we have to have a certain amount of flexibility because travel trends change all the time. And um, we feel that we have to stay on top of these new efforts uh, like we feel we are right now to make sure we can have the best long-term community that is possible.
1: Well, Jim McKenna, uh, President CEO of the Regional Office of Sustainable Tourism in Lake Placid, thanks for your time, Jim.
0: Thank you, Andy, for taking the time as well. and Have a wonderful day.
1: Go down and... For more on this story and the latest news in sports from New York's Olympic region, check out the Lake Placid News. We're on stands now. Or, if you insist, check us out online at www.lakeplacidnews.com. Special thanks to Dan Berggren for providing our music. Learn more about Dan and his fascinating story, a life in radio, education, and folk music at berggrenfolk.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Andy Flynn, editor at the Lake Placid News. We are Lake Placid.